Yo, what's going on? Welcome everyone to the Godcast episode number 11. Today we'll be doing a conducting a debate, which is creationism versus evolutionism. Uh, with Levi uh, representing creationism and Noah represent with special guest Levi actually representing creationism and Noah representing evolution. Uh, that being said, we will start out with with Noah's case for evolutionism. And this will be a this will be a five minute opening statement. That being said, uh, Noah, take it away. All right. So my case that I have for evolutionism would be, uh, and I've written it down here on my paper. Um, I'm one that believes evolutionism over creationism. However, this is not to say that I do not believe that God created all life. Uh, I had a very good conversation about this topic with my counselor just a few days ago. Uh, at the time of writing this, it was a few days ago. Um, and it led me to believe in a new theory that God created the first humans, Adam and Eve, as a perfect representation of himself in human form. So fully evolved humans, Adam and Eve were. Uh, when Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, they introduced sin into the world. And when this happened, humans de-evolved into apes and were forced to start over on the evolutionary tree. Uh, with this theory, I believe that God created all life, but evolution happened as a part of God's plan. So basically, to elaborate on what I just said there, um, in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve were, um, were both there before sin was introduced into the world, um, they were fully evolved humans, a.k.a. Um, the perfect representation of God in human form. Um, and when they ate the fruit from the tree that God forbid them to eat from, um, they basically, uh, they, so they introduced sin in the world and everything changed. Everything changed, including the evolution of themselves and also other animals that were also fully evolved at the time all had to start over on the evolutionary like sort of tree, you know? So that's kind of what I believe. Um, so if uh, Levi would have his opening statement, um, that would be uh, pretty cool. Uh, now we'll be moving over to Levi's five-minute opening statement. So to begin, I think it would be a good idea for me to just outline my, my main belief, and then I'll go into a little more detail about why I believe that. So... Basically, the, my argument is that Genesis reads as a history book, just like the rest of the Old Testament does. Uh, I am a pretty fervent Catholic Christian, so uh, I do believe that the Bible is the Word of God, and I believe that through that we can determine that the world is relatively somewhere between six and 10,000 years old, uh, depending on if we want to believe the ages that are listed in the Bible are actually accurate. Uh, I do believe that Adam and Eve did exist, so I can agree with Noah on that point. Uh, I believe that macroevolution is false. I believe that microevolution is actually real. And uh, let's get into my key points of why I believe that. So, firstly, I think that the Bible is divinely inspired, all of it. Uh, I believe this because, like I said, I'm a fervent Christian, and uh, that's that's pretty much like what the Catechism says. Um, and so I'm going to believe that the entire Bible is divinely inspired. So from there, that leads me to think, why would God inspire a false truth about evolution? Uh, and I know my position is kind of not accepted by the church. Most, like most scholars do believe that evolution did happen. But the way I see it, I don't understand uh, why, if, the divine, if it is divinely inspired, why God would divinely inspire a false truth. 
Uh, so therefore, I believe that the Bible must be real and all parts of the Bible must be true. And uh, in that case, I believe that the creation story is the true story of how the world came to be created. And that disqualifies the evolution theory for me. And uh, why, do I, why do I find it to be divinely inspired? Well, in the end, it all comes down to faith. Um, science cannot prove this. It all comes down in the end to my faith, but there are some scientific evidence that I believe backs up my theory, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Alrighty, everyone. Now that we have heard the opening statements, the five-minute opening statements from both Noah, who's on the evolutionist perspective, and Levi, who's on the creationist perspective, we'll now be moving into a five-minute rebuttal uh, section between each of the um, debaters, and then followed by a ten-minute crossfire and a five-minute or 10 minute, depending on how much time we have left, questionnaire. That being said, uh, Noah, take it away for your five minute rebuttals. All right. So, my rebuttal to the um, uh, statements, or, or my rebuttals, plurals, uh, to the statements uh, provided in the opening statement uh, from Levi um, would be that um, other than. Um, scientific evidence to prove that evolution didn't happen, you know, um, because there, there is reason in that there is reason to believe that it didn't happen because of some sort of scientific evidence, you know, um, my rebuttal though, is that, um, to me, it doesn't make sense that, um, if, so if God made the, the creation, so there's a creation story in Genesis, right? If God made all that, um, why, uh, why does that rule out, um, the theory of evolution, you know, because, um, like I said earlier, uh, um, and this is not a common theory among evolutionists. Um, but like I said earlier, um, if it's true that, um, Adam and Eve were put on the planet and other animals alike were put on the planet in fully evolved, um, form, um, why does that, you know, rule out, um, the possibility of evolution, you know? Um, and I mean, I would like to see some, uh, you know, um, maybe some scientific, um, proofs, uh, uh, to be against evolution, you know, cause there, there are quite a few studies that have been against evolution. Um, but yeah, you know, so that's, that's my rebuttal is that, um, I don't think it makes much sense to say that, um, to say that, uh, uh, that evolution didn't happen just based on the creation story, you know? We will now be moving into a five-minute rebuttal from Levi, who is on the creationist perspective. So, um, first of all, just to kind of restate what I believe Noah's position to be, he believes that uh, God did create the world uh, similar to how the Bible says he did, but then after Adam and Eve sinned, uh, then essentially it de-evolved the world and then it re-evolved from there. Uh, I think that is what Noah is, is essentially saying. Uh, so what, where do I find disagreements in this and what can I try to rebut? Well, uh, I will give him some credit for believing that Adam and Eve did exist um, because a lot of people don't believe that. Uh, but then the whole de-evolution thing, that is where I start to get into some uh disagreements because, I mean, 
you want to talk about scientific evidence. There is really no scientific evidence for de-evolution. I don't even know how that would work. Um, I guess I guess that would have to be a, a religious argument entirely. And there, I have not read that part in the Bible. So I don't know if there's some other religious text that he got that from. Um, if so, I'd love to hear it. Um, and as far as scientific evidence goes, yes, there is scientific evidence for evolution that I have read, and I do believe in microevolution. So, like the whole thing about how I believe it was tortoises on Galapagos Islands, uh, like changing their scales uh, over time to, I, th- I think it was to avoid predator- predators. I'm not positive on that one, but I know for I know there's something to do with tortoises evolving. Uh, that's that would be microevolution, and yeah, I totally see. Uh, proof in microevolution. Humans themselves have microevolved. If you just look at like how we've gotten taller over the years, so um, I believe in microevolution. Macroevolution is where I take fault in. Uh, I just, you know, my main thing is I don't think there would have been enough time for macroevolution to have developed if if we're gonna go with the world being uh, six to ten thousand years old. And uh, the reason I think it's six to ten thousand years old is, you know, when I read the Bible and it shows, you know, it pretty clearly outlines. I believe it's in the Gospel of. Uh, Mark, it might, it might be Matthew, it might be both of them actually, it pretty clearly outlines the entire genealogy from Adam uh, to Jesus. And so Noah here has already admitted that Adam did exist. So in that case, um, if he believes that like maybe it, it skips a, like millions of years in that genealogy, maybe that's possible. I don't see any reason to think that. Um, I think the genealogy is pretty clear. And if we are going to go with that Adam did exist, then in that case, uh, I don't think there would have been nearly enough time through those through those people's lifetimes for any sort of macro evolution to have happened. Uh, I don't think and now maybe it's possible that millions of years in the future macro evolution could happen. I don't think it has had time to develop yet. But yeah, I do believe in micro evolution. I think there's plenty of evidence to prove that macro evolution. It seems like it's just all guesses to me. Uh, I have not seen any clear like scientific proof to show, oh, the, from this fossil to this fossil. I have seen lots of pictures, but I've yet to see a, a clear reasoning from science of how, for instance, an amphibian just turns into a mammal. And a, according to the evolution theory, that's kind of how it works, right? It started with fish, and then it grew to amphibians, and then reptiles, and then mammals, right? That just doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't, there has been no connection between those groups though. They basically say, oh yeah, somewhere along the lines, the fish just were magically able to go out of the water. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't really seem, I don't understand how that could even be possible. And so far, the scientific community has only outlined guesses on that. So until they can find some proof, I do not find that to be a reasonable uh, yeah, the, uh, those are both incredibly good arguments so far. I'm saying that genuinely because usually if you, go up against a, you know, usually if you present like a creationist argument, it's like, you know, um, it generally doesn't seem very good, not very convincing evidence. It's usually just like a bunch of uh, guesswork and and, and across various diff- groups of different creationists, they come up with their own different hypotheses, each of which seem progressively more unlikely. But the whole uh, concept of Levi bringing up, yeah, how does uh, a reptile or an amphibian suddenly walk on land one day and then become an entirely new species, that is fascinating. You do have to think about that uh, somewhat existentially. How would a, why would a, like a reptile just walk on the land and then the reptile stays on land and then it just continues from there? It's quite strange to see um, like a flip from sea life to ocean life 
uh, or to land life rather uh, almost overnight although evolutionists would say it's not overnight but uh, and then also to talk about um a Noah's argument a bit uh, in in the gospel of Luke you actually have Jesus traced back all the way to Adam and what's very interesting about this is you can look at it two ways you can look at it in terms of uh, from Levi's perspective and you can say well um, why would the gospel writers lie it's not this uh, creationism is not just some Old Testament phenomenon it's also a New Testament phenomenon or you could flip the tables entirely and look at Noah's perspective and say well there it was actually figurative all along, Old Testament and New Testament. What happened was Luke wanted to show that, because of the fact that Luke was speaking to Gentiles, he wanted to show that the Gentiles and the uh, Jews should get along. What he uh, what he did was he said, well, uh, let's actually trace Jesus back to the first man ever to prove that he is uh, a man of all people. All righty, now it is time for a 10-minute crossfire section between Noah, the evolutionist, and Levi, the creationist. All right, so I believe that. Uh, so I believe that Levi makes a lot of good arguments here. Um, um, Same to him. Same to Noah. Yeah, um, and that. Hi. Uh, and that it's it is, uh, and I agree with him that actually it is ridiculous to believe that humans evolved from fish or even sing, uh, singular celled organisms, you know? Mad respect. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do believe it is foolish to believe that. Um, and that's, that's why I believe my theory of evolution is a lot more different from most people's theories of evolution in that I believe um, different species evolve on different sort of tracks, if you, if you see it like that, you know? Um, and so, like, for example humans evolved from apes but then what uh like i believe that humans evolved from apes so then what did apes evolve from well i actually don't believe that apes evolved from anything that was what we de de evolved into and there were some species of apes that still stayed apes until this day and then some that evolved into neanderthals and then some that evolved into humans um and then i when it comes to another example like um like birds i believe evolved from for example the dinosaurs um and obviously there were the dinosaurs, they, there was three different groups of them, three different species. I can't remember the names of them, but, um, two of them died out. No, sorry. No, one of them died out, um, from the, uh, the, you know, the big meteor that hit, um, and it killed all of them. The, the other two that survived went on and they were very, at the time that the, uh, of the meteors impact, they were very, they looked very similar to dinosaurs, but they were not dinosaurs. They were just very similar species, uh, species. Um, those two species that survived, uh, later evolved into things like birds, you know? Um, I believe one of, uh, one evolved into like bigger birds, like hawks and stuff. And then the other one evolved into smaller ones, like finches and all that. Oh, are you, yeah, I thought you were going to ask lead that into a question. Um, I guess I'll ask you a question. So you were you're saying that you think that humans basically went back to becoming apes, and then some of those apes became humans. So what would you, what, how would you, how do you believe that? Like, can, can you just expand on the whole de evolution thing? Because that's something I it's, I find it hard to wrap my head around. And I think yeah. it'd be easier for me to debate you if I understood a little bit more clearly. Yeah. So, um, well, okay. So here's the problem: is that like it's. Um, it's something that transcends humanity itself. It's, it's a very hard concept for even me to understand because I am just a human after all. Um, you know, um, but to my understanding, I think that um, like this sort of de-evolution, um, 
as opposed to evolution, it was something that happened instantly when when Adam and Eve ate from the... So as a punishment. Yeah, as a so punishment. It like happened, it was... Divinely. Yes, happened. it was divinely happened. God just okay. God just did it. He reset everything, you know? Um, and because uh, evolution, I believe, because I believe in a more old earth creation theory, so I believe the earth is a lot older than Levi does, but um, I so that uh, because of that, I believe that different species have evolved over a very, very, very long amount of time, like thousands, hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of years, you know, even billions. Um, Billions of years. That's a long time. Yeah. Even billions. Because we don't know how old the earth is, you know, we don't know. Um, And, um, but the de-evolution process was an instant thing because I believe that God just did it as a punishment for Adam and Eve. He punished all of not only humanity, but all life on earth itself. He just punished everything because Adam and Eve did the one thing that God explicitly told them to not do. And that was eat from the, uh, the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, because it was the one thing preventing them from being gods themselves and not just humans because they were fully evolved humans. At least I believe so that they were fully evolved humans and the perfect representation of God in human form. And by eating from that tree, they actually became gods themselves. And that was why God said to not do that because God is the one and only God. You know, he said not to do that because, um, no matter how much God, uh, no matter how much, uh, humans want to be like God, you know, um, they can't be, you know, they can get very close. Adam and Eve were probably the closest humans in history to what God in human form looked like, maybe besides Jesus, you know, um, and that's because Jesus had that knowledge. Jesus had that knowledge that Adam and Eve would have if they ate from that tree, that tree of knowledge of good and evil. Jesus had that knowledge because he was part of God. At least I believe that. Uh-huh. Um, Adam and Eve did not. And they seeked that knowledge, even though God told them to not have that knowledge. But they went against it. They gave in to the temptation of, uh, of Satan or Lucifer, the, the snake, the serpent. Um, they gave in to the temptation and they ate from the tree anyway, you know? And because of that, God punished them and along with that punished all the other species that were currently on earth and in the the Garden of Eden and all that. He punished them all and made them all restart on the evolutionary tree. So you 100% buy in to Genesis chapter 1 and 2, yes? Yes. And after that, the rest of Genesis, you do not believe in at all? Um, well, I wouldn't say I don't believe in it all, but I take it a lot more figuratively. Okay. Um, so I like Noah, Cain, and Abel, they don't come into play? No. So, okay. When it, when it comes to older humans, such as like Noah, Cain and Abel, um, Cause Cain and Abel is Adam and Eve's children. So yes, for me, like I literally believe that Cain and Abel existed and one of them killed the other. Right. Um, I, I believe that happened historically. You would say no Adam and Eve turned into apes and then they, mm-hmm. their children were also apes. And so Cain and Abel did not have, is that, am I seeing that correctly? Well, kind of. So I, I, when it comes to that, I believe that um, the evolutionary process of us going from apes to uh, humans, right, to homo sapiens, um, that process took a very long time, in my opinion, um, for, at least from what I found, from what scientists have found and whatnot. I'm bleeding quite a lot. Um, <laughs> I, um, from what scientists have found, uh, have found and whatnot, that process took a very long time you know so the children of yeah thanks um the children of adam and eve that being cain and abel right they um i believe that they were actually humans not apes i i believe that what happened was uh cain and abel 
um, were born from Adam and Eve way, way after um, the de-evolution sort of uh, punishment from God happened. So you, know? you believe that Adam and Eve lived millions of years? Yes. Wow. Wow. Thanks. Yes. That's, uh, that's heavy. We're... Yeah. I did not realize that. <laughs> See, the more you learn more about the other person's argument every day. So you, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Just to make sure we're on the same page. You believe that Adam and Eve, all, all, all the humans de-evolved. And then Adam and Eve, who became apes, then lived for potentially millions or billions of years. And then eventually they had Cain and Abel as humans. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> it is a bit more of a Sorry. strange theory. I've never heard that before. Yeah. I've never heard that this before. Ever heard. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. Wow. Wow. Where where do you get that from? Because like that's definitely not in any biblical. Yeah, or, like, I'm aware. The Quran or any. Because there's a lot of um, a lot of ancient civilizations. You look back, like even to like the Native Americans and Native. Mm-hmm the native Asians, uh, even I think the Vikings as well. Yeah. They kind of, when you look back to their creation stories, they all kind of have similar stories of like way a long time ago, there was either a God or a group of gods who created the first people. And then somewhere along the lines, there was a flood. Some people think some, some cultures say it was an entire world flood. Some pe- some cultures say it was a smaller regional flood, but most, most, most cultures do agree that there was a flood. And then they agree that, you know, eventually, uh, humans spread out and migrated, and then it, it it moves from there into many different religions. But they mostly agree. Most ancient civilizations and most ancient religions agree on kind of the basics of a creation story. None of them agree that uh, the first humans lived for millions of years as apes. So I don't know if that's like if that's just a you thing. Or... Um, well, I honestly think it's a lot more of a mystical mysticist, whatever the word is, um, more of like a mysticist theory, um, because there hasn't really been any documentation of it, you know, Uh um, it's, it it really just boils down. Like you, like you say, what you believe in is like ultimately boils down to faith. And to me, that's the same thing here. I think this boils down to faith and it's one of the very few things that I actually do believe in that I, I don't think I can scientifically prove in any sort of way, you know? Um, there's really, yeah. there's really two things I believe in that I, I can't scientifically prove in any way because they just boil down to faith. And that is my, my stance on evolution and my, um, belief in, in God itself. Cause God also boils down to, to faith. I don't, uh, I know there's been quite a few different studies to prove that he's real over time, but I personally don't see them as good enough evidence, um, to prove that he's real. And it's kind of a personal struggle that I've been going through for the past couple of years is like. Um, I see a lot of just really, really poor arguments to, to say, oh, God is real because of this reason and this reason is really yeah, poor. Yeah, there's no reason that can be. Yeah, and it's not really possible to explain how, to show how God is real. Oh, you just have to believe it, you know? It's, it's, it boils down to exclusively faith. Yeah, God doesn't want to just tell us the answers. He's Yeah. But I, I do believe that in creationism, he did divinely inspire the answer uh, of creationism, but I think it's time for the fact checking. I'm very intrigued to see what the fact checker has because I think I think there's been a lot of facts thrown out by both of us that are not <laughs> that are not actually kind of questionable. Fact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, now I I just like to offer some um, insight on what was said. Um, there was a question about how the early 
fishes evolved in uh, evolved into having lungs. Um, there's very credible theories on that. One of one of which is that the uh, so gills were present in earliest in the earliest fish, uh, but lungs evolved early on is the theory, uh, and that the tissue sac that surrounds the gills and um, the swim bladder could have contributed to um, having lungs. So it's really not this big mystery. There there are some credible theories on how it happened. There's also some talks about uh, single-celled organisms and how they evolved into uh, being multicellular. Um, NASA actually did an experiment on this where they experimented with, um, let me find, oh, they're called pseudo, pseudomonas fluorescens, which were unicellular organisms that they did an, exper- an experiment on and they kind of worked together to form a multicellular organism in a short amount of time. So there's also theories on that. Um, I'd also like to offer another perspective on how the earth could have been created by God 10,000 years ago or whatever uh, Levi was saying, but it could have been created already having been millions of years old seemingly. But this kind of relates to the um, the universe was created last Tuesday theory where um, everything could have been created already having age. Um, so I have a question for Noah. Uh, do you believe that monkeys evolved into apes and that prosimians evolved into monkeys and that plesiodapiforms evolved into prosimians? Because we can trace uh, the species that evolved into apes and before them and before them and before them. So I'd like to know what your thinking is on that. Well, when I say apes, I, I usually actually include monkeys in, in that. Like I... I, I know they're I know they're not apes, but I when when I say the word apes, I I'm also including monkeys. So I'm including gorillas, orangutans, monkeys. Um, uh, uh, what's another uh, type I'm thinking of? Uh, baboons. Baboons is another in there. Um, th- when I say the word apes, I'm including those kinds of species. You know, uh, species that are basically very human-like but are not human. Yep. So just to just to throw this out there monkeys have tails so you think that adam and eve grew tails and then eventually uh, their children didn't have tails well it's possible that tails could have happened somewhere along that line obviously i don't think there's a way to prove it necessarily other than one thing humans have a tailbone and that is an interesting indication of what could have been well i think the tailbone is actually uh i do think we have a purpose for it right or is it literally just there for... That would be a question for our fact checker. Is there any actual reason for a tailbone, or is it just there? And also, by the way, we, we call it a tailbone. Maybe we just named that because it appears to be like a tail. That doesn't necessarily mean it evolved from a tail. It could just be that whoever discovered the bones was like, oh, this bone looks like a tail. Let's call it a tailbone. <laughs> okay, so there are some theories on this uh one credible theory is of course that humans had tails at some point or proto-humans um but the tailbone the tailbone does still have some function today it provides um weight-bearing support uh to a person when they're in a seated position so it's not like a uh, appendix which has literally no purpose it does provide some support thank you to the fact checker for fact checking that (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for both of you. And now it is time. Thank you for the epic uh, crossfire. And um, before that, the rebuttals. And then um, uh, only ended a few seconds ago, Ryland's fact checking. 
Uh, that being said, now it is time for the five-minute closing statements, starting with Noah. All right, so for my closing statement, I would like to say that I think this has been a very, very productive debate. Um, and I think that Levi's stance on things is very interesting. Um, I, and I would, I, I would even say that it's a little bit different from other creationist uh, theories, you know? Um, and I think that's very interesting because we both have ideas that are different from the uh, ideology we're representing here, you know? Because, um, I mean, I would say that my evolutionist theories are quite different from a lot of other evolutionists. And um, I would say that Levi's ideas are a bit... Um, I wouldn't say quite, but uh, I would say they're a, a bit different than uh, other creationist theories, you know? So, but yeah, no, I think Levi's presented quite a lot of really good evidence to prove his point. Um, I think I have as well. Um, I, well, to be honest, I think Levi actually did better, but um, uh, yeah, so that's my closing statement basically is I, I think it's very interesting. Um, and I think there is enough reason to believe that earth was, is very young, you know? And that evolution didn't happen. I, I do think there is enough reason to believe that. But personally, I think there's more reason to believe that evolution did happen and that Earth is possibly billions of years old, you know. All right. Well, thank you to Noah. Uh, I would agree. This is uh, one of my favorite debates I've ever had. And it's it's a shame we don't have more time to talk about it. But at that point, we'd be talking to two-hour podcasts and nobody wants to listen to that. But, uh, uh, yeah, it would be, it'd be an interesting discussion to continue further. Uh, I guess for my closing statement, I actually I'm going to talk a little bit about one some of the things that our our fact checker talked about. Um, I would actually agree that when God created the Earth, uh, which would be like six to ten thousand years ago, there's a very like the, his 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 point of uh, how when he, it was already created to have age. I think is how we as how he phrased it. I would completely uh, say yes. That is. That is what I would say would happen because I mean, there's no way that everything like would have like when God created the world, He created it how it is today. That's what I would say. So like for for instance, so you look at the natural wonders such as I don't know the Grand Canyon. I would say that that was that was how He God created it, and He created. And so if you talk about you know how much carbon is in the Grand Canyon, I would say that it would have the amount of carbon to appear that it would be like however many millions of years old it says. But that's because God created the world how it is today. He He formed it in in its beauty, um, because He play, He He perfectly shaped it to be exactly how He wanted it to be. And in order to do that, yeah, He had to create a world that appeared to already have age. He didn't create the world and then it started from there. Um, th of course, like I said before, there wouldn't have been nearly enough time for that to all have happened. Uh, so I would actually agree with what our fact checker was talking about about that. So thank you, Rylan. Um, and then uh, I guess just to conclude, yeah, um, it's a great discussion. Uh, I've never heard anything like what Noah said before, but I am uh, I'm impressed that he has been able to have such an open mind because I think, and I'm impressed that both of us have been able to have such an open mind because I think a lot of people like to close their minds and stuff like this. Um, they'll hear one thing in school or one thing in Sunday school, and uh, from there they just decide, oh, yep, that's how it was. Um, but both Sunday school and regular school, uh, teachers and professors and pastors and preachers, we're all just humans. None of us actually know the answers. In the end, it does come down to, number one, faith. But number two, it comes down to a willingness to have an open mind and think that whatever you think, while that could be true, anyone else also could be correct because nobody's ever going to know until we get to heaven, which is my 
which I think Noah probably also agrees is yeah. another thing that science can't prove that exists either, right? But you just got to have faith in that as well. So in the end, we'll all find the answer someday. But for now, uh, you just have to, I mean, my, my basic stance is as long as you have an open mind, whatever you believe, you just go ahead and keep believing it. Thank you so much, both of you. Uh, Noah representing the evolutionist perspective and Levi representing the creationist perspective. Uh, thank you so much. That was such an amazing debate. So many good points on both the creationist side and the evolutionist side as well. Um, that being said, this has been episode 11 of the Godcast Creationism versus Evolution debate. I am Xavier. I am Noah. I'm the special guest, Levi. And I'm the fact checker slash moderator, Rylan. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope that you listen to uh, some of our other episodes that we've already recorded and some episodes to come in the future. Watch out for the planned episode 12, which we will be recording tomorrow. Episode 12, the Jehovah's Witnesses, from the perspective of a former Jehovah's Witness. That being said... Stay tuned for planned future episodes. Stay tuned and see ya.